Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. This is what liberals do. They cry first, and then when you give them power, they then rage and try to kill you. They cry first so you won't kill them, and then they rage and try to kill you. And I'm speaking metaphorically just for the record, okay? So the FBI doesn't need to come in, all right, metaphorically. But, but in Israel, it was literal. But the metaphoric principle, the spiritual principle, continues for the church in the New Testament, under the new covenant. And so my point is this, we pitied, conservatives and Christians pitied the wicked in our nation, in our culture, in our society, in our politics, in every single realm. And, and in pity, what we did was we began to strengthen those who were in rebellion against God. Make provisions, make allowances, do this, do that. We began to fight for them, not against them, but for them. We began to repeat their rhetoric. We began to talk about how Christians should be winsome, right? No, courage, courage, smurrage, right? Winsome, that's the real virtue of Christianity and how we should be gentle and how we should be this and how we should be that. And now all of a sudden we realize our children are in danger. That's how serious it is. We realize that now. And so my point is this. They're screaming, they're raging, not because they're going to win. Their doom has been set by God. He who sits in the heavens, Psalm chapter 2, he, he sits in the heavens and he laughs. He is mocking his enemies. He doesn't even bother to get off his throne. And he holds them in derision. And Christ is conquering his enemies, one by one, and Christ, remember, Christ is the head of the church. So Christ conquering his enemies involves his body here on earth carrying out that victory. It is the church, not merely meek and mild, but the church militant and triumphant. That's the language used to describe the church of the Puritans, of the Reformers, of the Scottish Reformers, like John Knox. They used to speak of the church not as meek and mild, not as nice and sweet, but they used to speak of the church, and the adjectives that they would use is militant and triumphant. We even used to teach our kids songs about, I'm in the Lord's army. Remember that? Where did those songs go? We are in the Lord's army. We are his sheep. We are, we are precious and sweet, and we need him to save us all the time. We're running off of cliffs and pretty helpless right there. But there's more than just one analogy, more than just one uh, symbol to describe the church. It's not just sheep. That's not the only one. We, we are also in the Lord's army. We are fighting the battle. And the Lord, he is the one who has gained victory of this battle. He has assured it. He has guaranteed it. So, just like Joshua said to the armies of the living God, to Israel, when they had the enemies on the rope, he said, be strong and courageous. The Lord is with you. Be mighty in battle. Don't shrink back. Pursue the enemy. Don't let them get away. Hunt them down. Grab them. Bind them. And destroy them all. 
Your eyes shall not pity. Because if it does and you mingle with them, they will rise up within you and turn your hearts after false gods and pervert your culture and pervert your society. And you yourself, they are under the Lord's judgment now and you are being used as the Lord's sword to deal out that judgment. But if you conspire with them, and it all starts with pity, If you conspire with them, you yourselves will find yourself under the Lord's judgment. And that's what happened again and again with Israel. Israel was used as a tool, as a sword, to carry out God's judgment on wicked nations. But Israel, again and again, through compromise and pity, would mingle with these nations and find itself as the object of God's judgment. No compromise. No quarters. No prisoners. No surrender. What we do is win. How we win, how we win, is we win by preaching God's law and by preaching the gospel. We don't win by by destroying the enemy. We win by preaching that God will destroy his enemies, some, and God will also save his enemies the same way he did with us. We were once his enemy. And God does one of two things with every single one of his enemies. He lets none escape. He has pity on none of them. God has mercy on some and judgment on others. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.